Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Colonels, to the episode we have all been waiting for. One man. There are no men, actually. One lizard. One Godzilla. One Kong. You <laughs> forgot. You forgot, huh? You forgot. Okay, so since you've seen the movie both in theaters and on HBO at home, which one did you prefer? Well, I can't I can't recreate that pizza that I had. And I know I spoke very highly on it on the last episode. But that shit was slapping. Like really that good. Brick house AMC twenty four pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could recreate that. So I'm gonna have to go with movie theaters. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Movie theaters was the best just because it's an experience that you can't really recreate just hearing the surround sound and just the energy in the theater so go ahead and uh stop by at your local amc 24 or whatever movie theaters around you that wants to sponsor us yeah amc 24 um if you liked this little preview of the possible ad that we could do for you go ahead and uh let us know you know where to find us break out the popcorn on all social medias except for twitter it's botp podcast All right, so moving on, for those of you who have seen the movie, I'm going to give you a short little refresher, and we're just going to talk about the plot a little bit before we dive into our overall thoughts. For those of you who haven't seen the movie... You masochist, what's wrong with you? If you're listening this far in, you know what you're getting yourself into. We are going to talk about the plot. We are going to give major spoilers. We're going to talk about specific scenes. So if you don't want to hear it, this is your last chance. Or maybe you just want to go ahead and... Let our listen, what is it? Not listenership. Um, not ratings either. Analytics. Analytics, that's what it is. Maybe you just want to bump up our analytics and just go ahead and listen to it anyway. We'd appreciate that too. But I do want to go ahead and say that this will be a short episode. It's just going to be really us talking about the movie. We're going to give a short plot. We might just go ahead and talk over each other. Sometimes. Sometimes. A little bit. Cut each other off a little bit. We'll try not to, just for your sake. But <laughs> it's going to be short and sweet. Because we just want to kind of remove, not remove, but review this movie that we just watched and give you our kind of honest feedback on it. Right. All right. So just jumping into the plot. Are you ready? Always. All right. So this movie takes place five years after King of the Monsters. So after Godzilla defeats Ghidorah. Okay. So we see that Godzilla is attacking seemingly random cities um, for no reason. There's a lot of media attention on whether or not he's actually a good guy or whether he's just not a villain but a monster but we soon find out that he's not a monster 
He's more like an anti-hero who just accidentally happens to step on people. And these aren't random attacks. He's actually attacking Apex Cybernetics buildings. And these buildings are housing and shipping the parts used to create, uh, what is it, a robot Godzilla? Mm-mm. A mechanical Godzilla? Almost. A Megazord. A fucking Mecha Godzilla. You got it. So he's attacking these places because he he can sense the Mecha Godzilla being built, and he knows that's not okay. That's basically trying to cosplay me, but in a bad way. Because <laughs> Lord knows that that was a really bad Mecha Godzilla. It really was. It, it looked was, like an anorexic robot. It was, Godzilla. <laughs> and it had really wide hips. Like they, it wasn't even like. I don't know what they were going for. It though. wasn't. They, it wasn't good. Have, it wasn't good. I know this is like making the same joke again, but they should have called in Michael Bay for that one. Honestly. <laughs> if anybody knows how to make a Transformer, it's that guy. But they were trying to create a Mecha Godzilla because they wanted something to be able to compete with the real Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, they, of course, super evil villain, wanted to have the world's strongest weapon. But they do have one big problem. They needed to be strong enough to actually compete with the real Godzilla. So in order to do that, they realize that they need to go to Hollow Earth, a.k.a. the birthplace of the Titans, where they have this, I don't know, what would you call it, like a mystical power source? Um, I would call it just a dead Godzilla's radiation that, sept- that seeped into the ground. Well, they have all the floating rocks and everything. I don't know. They wanted to go to the birthplace of these Titans to harness that power source mm-hmm. just to be able to beat the real Godzilla and have this ultimate weapon. So, they formed a team, but they need Kong, because he's a Titan, Mm -hmm. to lead them into Hollow Earth. So, Kong is being monitored on Skull Island by Monarch, of course. And they recruit, you know, the people that are monitoring him, the specialists, all that, to to basically take him down to Hollow Earth. Be a little tour guide, okay? Okay. So, this is my least favorite part of the movie. They need to transport Kong to this Hollow Earth outpost, okay? All the way from Skull Island to Antarctica. How do these geniuses decide to do this? By a fucking boat for some weird reason. Knowing that Godzilla is the god of the water, the alpha amphibian of the aquatics, the the slippery salamander of the sea. Y'all know my boy is Michael Phelps swimming to the other side of the pool to go smoke a bong. Leave the man alone. Stay out of his domain, especially if you bring the ops. Come on. So, of course, Godzilla senses this man in the water. Well, Kong in the water. They get into it. Where Kong is at a serious disadvantage. Because, of course, Godzilla is the water king. Kong is a king on Skull Island. Where there's land. So, obvious disadvantage. Plus, he's restrained and sedated. So... Who wins this fight? It's obviously Godzilla. But they did have an amazing scene that I'd like to talk about where, I mean, for those of you who have watched it, it was a pretty badass scene where Kong and Godzilla are fighting ship to ship. And it was a little weird only because the scaling issue where King Kong looked a lot smaller whenever he was on one ship, but then jumped on the other ship and Godzilla jumped on the other ship and they looked fucking ginormous. So other than that weird scene, I mean, other than that weird scaling issue, I, I thought that scene was pretty badass. Godzilla definitely put those paws on King Kong, and King Kong did his best. He did. In the middle of the ocean. But um, 
had it not been for those seismic bombs that they dropped on him. They, I don't think anybody would have made it. Yeah. Godzilla was definitely pulling him down to the bottom of the ocean. It would have been a one and done round. To drown. Um, and they ended up, they had to play dead. Kong got back on the ship. And we will talk about the very weird sizing issues, scaling issues that they had. Not even issues, just weirdness. But they ended up playing dead. So they could take Kong to Antarctica another way. They airlift him because that's been an option this entire time. They use like 1,400 helicopters and a giant-ass net to airlift this giant gorilla to Antarctica, okay? So that's also where the Hollow Earth Outpost is, and that's why they have to go there. So they get to Hollow Earth. Everything's cool, fine. It's basically exactly like Skull Skull Island. There's lots of different kaijus there. And um, Kong is having a really great time. There's lush green mountains. There's trees to swing from. There's land. There's lakes. It's a grand old time. And then they find the power source that they were looking for. So the evil villain part of this team sends that little power source, a sample of it, back to the Apex headquarters in Hong Kong, where coincidentally Godzilla just so happens to be heading towards. Funny how that happens. Crazy as if, you know... He could sense it or something. Sorry, I had to turn a piece of paper. Doing it old school today, so excuse that. So sensing Kong all the way through the Earth's crust, Mm -hmm. Godzilla basically atomic breasts a hole through the Earth down to Hollow Earth. Which is another fucking fascinating scene. Because I didn't even get to say it. Kong is basically in his ancestral species throne room at this point. That's where they find this power source and everything. And he picked up this axe that's made from one of the older Godzilla's dorsal plates. Mm-hmm. And so our Godzilla basically atomic breasts a hole all the way through the earth into the hollow earth and into his throne room. And they're just kind of staring at each other like, hi, hey, bud. Hello there. I didn't expect to see you here. Um, really odd. And and King I- Kong is pissed. I would be too, should he just drilled a hole into my home. <laughs> Almost but, singed off my eyebrows, bro. But my thing is, is the hole that Godzilla made, how did he make it big enough for Kong to slide down? Hey, don't question Godzilla. No, I'm telling you, King Kong is this massive creature, right? Right. right. How he knew was, what he was doing. That hole was big enough for Kong to slide down and onto you know actual earth which that is a whole nother series of how i mean if you want to start questioning godzilla i can start questioning kong what's up no but i'm saying i'm messing with you i was gonna say godzilla's mouth is only so big how did he create a hole big enough for kong you know what they say it's not about the size of the mouth Mm -mm. it's the size of of what you can do with that mouth it's the size of the fireball that comes out so Kong slides down or up, I really don't know at this point, through the earth and So I'm sorry. I just just a quick question. Yes. So when they went into Hollow Earth, they had to go through that time warp thing. Yes, that we really did not mention. That's fine. Whoever watches knows what I'm talking about. That's why they had to have those whole like big fancy things. So how does Kong slide his like how does Kong look up? See Godzilla. Godzilla looks down, sees Kong. 
And Kong there slides down. No time warp thing. Oh, I think. Um, oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because I was gonna say I don't think, but I was thinking about the gravity that Kong wasn't affected by it, but they did have to go through a little fancy uh-huh. time warp. That little like thing. fucking flashing lights that almost gave me a seizure, and I don't even have seizures. I did want to warn y'all about that part really quick. Huh. <laughs> that part did fucking suck. Well, you know, I, I'm going to be super honest with you. I really don't know. Yeah, I've been thinking I about that really... since we watched the movie when it first came out. If it was that easy enough to just drill a hole all the way through the Earth's crust into hollow Why Earth. Why didn't they just bring Godzilla instead? Not only that, why wouldn't there have been an earthquake at some point to create a crack True. that big? How Very did t- they not cause an earthquake? Honestly, from I mean, granted, scientists, where are the tectonic plates around Hong Kong and seismic plates? Granted, I love how we're bringing science into big dog. I know some scientists is probably gonna be listening to this being like, (laughs) it's fucking science fiction. No, I know they're gonna be listening to this being like, who taught y'all about any of this? I took earth and space science, y'all. That does not mean I actually paid attention. I took aquatic biology you didn't and i learned all about the godzillas okay that and makes I more need sense to know these questions so anyways godzilla and kong fight after kong slides up down wherever r1 r2 left down right up left down right up a b a b oh i was talking about grand theft auto weapons cheat oh okay i didn't know that yeah um i was kind of talking about the cha-cha slide so it's right. fine. It's we're, fine. We're, we're kind of there. Same book, different pages. So, for quite a minute, Godzilla and Kong are one and one. Kong beats that ass <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> and then You're Godzilla silly. comes back. So, and what does he do when he gets back? He puts Kong down temporarily. Oh, oh, is that what happened? Temporarily, because I didn't, Temporal. I didn't see, God, I didn't see King Kong break anything on Godzilla. He kind of, kind of threw him into a building. Uh, but... Godzilla was able, no, King Kong was able to uh, reset his own shoulder. Godzilla didn't have to reset shit. Because I'm sorry, did we forget about Megazord coming in and beating Godzilla's ass? He would have beat both their ass. He would have. Anyways. <laughs> Mecha Godzilla gets activated with the power source, you know, from Hollow Earth. And um, also, we forgot to mention in the beginning, but the reason we mentioned Ghidorah in the beginning was because at the end of King of the Monsters, we see the Ghidorah's skull gets uh, sold. His skull gets sold? His skull gets sold. Sold gets sculled. Sold gets sculled. Got it. Absolutely. This is not a sponsor for that dip. Skull. His skull gets sold. Okay. And so the re- the not reason, but the way that they are powering this Mecha Godzilla is with Ghidorah's skull. And somehow the telepathic part of its brain, skull, neck, I don't know. Anyways. Its neck is back Ghidorah's telepathic attack. <laughs> okay. All right. That is going to be in the caption of this episode. Okay. I hope everybody you know everybody knows it. <laughs> okay. It's neck. It's back. Good doors. Telepathic attack. I like how you said it. I have to re-listen to that. Anyways, um, so Mechagodzilla is being powered 
by Ghidorah's skull, which now harnesses the power from Hollow Earth. All right. So instead of being... All right. All right. I just like the way you did that. So instead of being controlled by a puny human, Ghidorah's like, you know what? It's time for me to take the reins up in this bitch. And uh, yeah, it just takes control and goes AWOL. All right. So Godzilla, unfortunately, took quite the beating from Mechanical Godzilla, Mechagodzilla, mm-hmm. Megazord, as mm-hmm. we all know. But after recovering recovering and getting a little mini defibrillator to the chest, um, Kong, he teams up with Godzilla. And they put the smack down on Mechagodzilla, okay? There's a lot of other things happening um, that cause them to be able to defeat Mechagodzilla. Because without these other human things happening... Mechagodzilla probably would whip both their asses, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Granted, I don't know why I said, like, I was on team Mechagodzilla's side. You're like, yeah, Mechagodzilla's powerful. Granted, nobody wants Mechagodzilla. Um, but they defeat Mechagodzilla. And then, in the end, we see that Kong is now the king of Hollow Earth. He went home to Hollow Earth to rule as king there, while Godzilla is still king on skull island not skull island on earth (laughs) on earth it's been a long day so where was godzilla godzilla is on earth and where is kong hollow earth and where is mechagodzilla in the fucking dirt hell yeah granted mechagodzilla they probably parted him out yeah but let's be honest had it not been for godzilla mechagodzilla would have definitely killed kong if it hadn't been for Kong, Mechagodzilla would have definitely killed Godzilla. Um, okay. Um. Okay, okay, okay. But let me counteract with this. Had Kong not brought an axe to the fight, to either fight, he would have lost. If Kong hadn't brought the axe for Godzilla to power up for them to be able to defeat Mechagodzilla. They both would have lost. And Kong lost his first fight without the axe in the water. Yeah. And then had to get saved by the boat. The humans. Anyways, my thing is, is the reason that I'm team team Kong is because I firmly believe that Kong has had a very exhausting past few days. Okay, he has not had time to recoup. He has not had time to recover. He almost got drowned. He almost, he did get beaten. He had to play dead. He hurt his pride. He had to get airlifted to Antarctica. He's never been on a plane. I'm sure it was scary for him. Okay. And so, he has had it very rough. And that's why I believe that if you gave him his full power and put Godzilla on Skull Island, Kong would have whooped that ass. Now, I know you're going to give me a rebuttal of Godzilla was tearing shit apart. You know, maybe he wasn't at his best. He most definitely was at his best. In the water. Godzilla's always at his best. Exactly. So put Kong at his best and Godzilla at his best. Kong Godzilla's was, never said his worst. Kong was, excuse me? <laughs> Do you not remember Atlantis? He just needed, he just needed, he needed like, a, a nap. little sit down. He needed a nap. Anyways, put Kong at his best where he is not sedated and chained you ready? to a boat. You ready? What? Put Kong against Ghidorah. What's happening? He would have gotten killed. Fucking murked. But Ghidorah, Ghidorah in a Mechagodzilla body, almost killed both of them, sir. 
Right. Both of them. Right. And the, that rule does not apply here because, because Kong and Godzilla uh-huh. are top tier. Uh-huh. So put Godzilla against. A scroll caller? I'm thinking. Give me time to think. A T-Rex? An ant? Put him against the giant ant and see what happens. Laser breath. You know what? And that's that's my thing again. Tail is that is that Kong? <laughs> Kong is literally just a giant gorilla. What is Godzilla? A fucking lizard with laser breath. But he didn't get to laser breath, Kong. He tried. He tried, but he, he didn't tried. get to. Therefore, the laser breath really wasn't an effective tool for him. Or Kong he, you still know what? had an he axe. Made, he made Kong's ears a little crispy, which I did not appreciate. He made his ears crispy? Yes. Remember, he burnt his ear a little bit. Oh, yeah. Whenever he hit him in the back. Yeah. So, you know. He was running. What do you want him to do? You don't shoot somebody in the back when they're running away. When they're trying to find the axe to swing at you with. Yeah, you do. Unfair fight. That's what I'm saying. Kong yes, exactly. Is, Kong cheated. Kong is at an unfair disadvantage because he does not have superpowers. Not only that, the scaling issues, I would absolutely, really quick, absolutely love this movie. I definitely could continue watching it over and over again. I don't want to cut you off. I know you're trying to like say, wait, 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 but I really do have to cut you off before we get into the next topic because I did want to say that this movie paints Godzilla, Godzilla sorry, into a bad light for the first half, but paints Kong as the good guy through the whole movie. It it does. So, so it kind of makes it hard for you not to be Team Kong through the entire movie. And I think they kind of cheaped it out with that because they had um, that one girl in there. And it, for those of you who watch the movie, you know what I'm talking about. She was like Kong's communicator she taught him sign language and everything like that and made him come off very human like and i get where they might have made kong the sympathetic you know player in this but i think that they them coming together in the end and them living out both as kings was a good resolution Mm -hmm. for everyone it was a good cop out yeah it's a cop out but what else can you expect it's kind of like it's kind of like batman (laughs) versus superman Martha. Both of our moms are named Martha. We can't fight. Like, no. exactly. You have two huge <laughs> franchises. What are you going to do? Hit it with a bullshit cop-out. Exactly. But I, I, I like the bullshit cop-out personally. I mean, out of like... Out of all the other, other scenarios. Ones, yeah. You have to think. If they had Kong kill Godzilla... Then people would have been riot. mad. Yeah. If they had Mechagodzilla kill Godzilla and Kong beat Mechagodzilla... Oh, I'd have been fucking pissed. Exactly. If they had Godzilla kill Kong, it would have painted Godzilla in an even worse light. Right. So there was really no winning in this situation. But what I will say. But but had Kong sacrificed himself to make Godzilla win against Mechagodzilla, it would have painted him in a good light. I think. But the Kong lovers. That y'all are would have been probably been probably cried about it. But see, the thing is, is that you have to think that Kong is more not relatable, but you have to think people can see Kong literally like at a zoo. They're like, oh, yeah, a gorilla. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> not what exactly Kong. But like you, it's like it's a bigger form of an animal we already have. Right. What are they going to look at a fucking Komodo dragon? 
Yeah. And be like, ah, Godzilla. Yeah, the fucking TikTok lizard. Oh, dear God, that one is intense. I I might have tried to find the username for that one. Oh, shit, that was huge. That's a Godzilla right there. But back to the scaling issue. That is the only issue I had with this movie. Even the subpar human subplot was decent. Subpar human subplot. That was really nice. I like that. Thank you. Um, It was even decent in this movie. It wasn't bad like all the other ones. Mm -mm. It kind of tied all of these different strings together. I forgot what's his name. Um, Alexander Skarsgård. No, no, no. The the podcast guy. I started with a B. Billy? Barry. 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 I think it's Barry. It's probably not Barry. It's probably not Barry. Anyway, he had a podcast, and he, and I actually love that guy. I, he was so cool. The actor plays oh, a lot yeah. of good movies, and like he also plays in Atlanta, which he's a rapper with Childish Gambino. Yeah. And I love They're Childish Gambino. Season three, I love, right? Yes. Yes. I love. Um. Look. Oh, fuck. Why do you? Why do I keep putting myself in these positions? Okay. So Earl, I love him. I love that. De- I forgot his name too. Rico. Oh my god. I love the cast of Atlanta. You say you love Atlanta. Say. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Not love, the city. The I love show. The, the three main characters in Atlanta as actors. We should probably start doing better research. We should. I should just start learning names, which I'm really bad at. But Barry, who's probably not Barry, plays a rapper in that, and I wanted to be a rapper. And now he's a podcaster, and I'm a podcaster. So, And, he, you know, he does research for his podcast. What do you mean? He got a job, Apex Cybernetics, oh, yeah. to, to research his, because he has yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a Titans Conspiracy podcast. But he showers with bleach. He and does. never explain how much he showered with bleach. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing is that I was like, okay, maybe like a bath, a little capful. Well, it's weird, but whatever. Um, and then they show, they're like, yeah, he buys lots and lots of bleach because he showers with bleach. How are you going to shower? How are you going to dilute, dilute bleach in a shower? Does he get in his eyes by accident? Oh, dear God. Does he get keeps it? Keeps those eyes pearly white. You better keep some swim trunks on, too. <laughs> Shit. Ooh, are you talking about in, Ooh, in the no-no mm-hmm, hole? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. No STDs there. Everything clean. No, it follows. Ooh. Oh, I did get to... Mm, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. We'll talk about that because I do have a really funny story. We should do an episode on that because I do have a really funny story that I told you today about the the little girl who saw... The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, bitch, yeah, yeah. you better get the fuck out of my salon. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a different episode. <laughs> but... Um, the scale back to the main issue that we have with this movie, the scaling it's when you watch skull Island, you see Kong and you see Kong compared to a human woman and you can see his size. And then you also see Godzilla in King of monsters, right? Where they Mm -hmm. nuclearize him. Mm -hmm. Um, you see Godzilla compared to a human man and you see that they are two very different sizes of Godzilla being, very large right and kong being not that big right so tell me how they're both the same exact size in this movie so here's what i found out i found out that kong actually does get a scale boost because he was a uh like i don't want to say preteen he was a juvenile an adolescent yeah but but he's the biggest kong of his species but my next question is even in different scenes 
That's, like the boat that's what I was going to say. That yes. is something else completely different. That is on the, I guess, animators. Not really animators, but like. And CGI. And just how they pictured it. Because everybody, it was everybody's kind of fault for this, personally, I believe. Right. Because, of course, they wanted, they didn't want the little girl in the movie that is his communicator. Which is going to be the last thing I, I bring up before we close out. They did not want her to seem just dwarfed by King Kong's enormous size. Right, because then it wouldn't make sense he, as to how he can even see her hands. Yeah, or even like how relatable kind Dog. of it is. What if King Kong's eyesight went bad and Homeboy needed like contacts? Oh my god! Can I'm you imagine? Sorry, these are just like the random things that. I, I can you imagine about. if you accidentally put a contact in inside out on King Kong and on then having to pull that bitch out oh. while he's swinging at you? I mean, like, needless to say, that doesn't sound like a good time. Definitely not, but. When you see, like, the movie posters, you can see that Godzilla and King Kong are the same size as the buildings in Hong Kong. Right. But it just doesn't make sense. Because also on the boat, we kind of talked about the boat issue. On the boat, Kong is sedated and on the boat without an issue, right? And then Godzilla comes up, breaks a boat in half, and just, they completely obliterate these boats. And all of a sudden, Kong is good being back on one, like, by himself. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make the movie bad. It's not something that's like glaringly obvious to an average watcher. It's just something that kind of stood out to us. Overall, though, I would watch it again. It's not a bad movie. It's, you know... 9 out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. Especially out of all the Godzilla or Kong movies. It's definitely one that I wouldn't mind re-watching. I would recommend people, everybody to watch it. I would definitely recommend you watch King of the Monsters beforehand. Yeah. And all the other ones beforehand, because that's just the kind of person I am. And, you know, really quick, before we kind of move on to the very, very, very last thing. Right. I know you wanted to bring up the little girl in the movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me something else. Like, before you you bring that up. No, I'm going to bring it up after you bring that up. Oh, I thought that's what I was going to end it on. No, 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 no. You can talk really quick. Okay. Well, really quick, I just want to talk about that little girl, the Iwi girl. Um, I don't think she's actually Iwi. I have no clue. But what I do know is that her parents are actually deaf as well. I don't know if it's both parents or one parent. Really? Yeah. You researched it? I did. Well, I watched a video on YouTube and they oh. spoke about it. But Let's anyway, hope they're correct. Yeah. Yep. Well, she is actually deaf. Her parents are actually deaf. One of her parents, both of her parents, not sure. But she comes from a, like, she's three generations deaf. Or four generations, I can't remember. That's... I mean, it's not, like, cool, but it's very, like, interesting. Right. I mean, it is kind of cool. Like, Yeah, I mean, I do want to say, I really love when movies, when they hire somebody who, or when they have a character who is deaf, or they have a character who has autism, or they have a character who, you know, has some sort of um, special, you know, circumstance, they hire somebody who actually has that. Right. I mean, I think, you know, best person for the job or whatever, but at the same time, like whenever they're able to make that, not accommodation, but like whenever they're able to make that adjustment to the script with a person that, you know, has whatever, whatever they're trying to fill. Yeah. Whatever they're trying to fill. It, it's kind of like really good. I I see it in a great light, especially because she is blind and speaks sign Mm. language and monkeys are known to speak in sign language. Yeah, yeah. And remember, like, the whole Coco the Gorilla thing? She learned sign language and everything like that. What? You never heard about Coco the Gorilla? No. Okay, we're going to have to show you about her because she actually learned sign language. Is that a TikTok thing? 
No, 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 no. This is like before TikTok. Oh, cool. She had like pet kittens and everything. Oh, yeah. I think that's the one yes. that they showed. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. um, but it's one of those things that's kind of similar to not to like make this go on any longer. It's similar to the whole ghost in the shell thing where it's like, why are you casting Scarlett Johansson for this movie when there are plenty of, you know, Asian actresses out there to fill this role? Like you said, if they can make that accommodation for somebody, especially when it's reasonable, you know, if there is a role for a person who's hard of hearing, then I think if they can find somebody to fill that role who is actually hard of hearing and part of that community, it is A plus, even better. I find that so much better than somebody who doesn't have that, you know, walk of life trying to portray somebody who does. Definitely. I definitely agree, especially... Like you said, with the ghost in the shell situation, like they could have, they could have tried. Yeah, like it's, and that's what that's a thing. It's not even like a special circumstance, really. It's just, you know, if you can do it, do it just to right. give those people. There's plenty of roles out there for white women. There's plenty of roles out there for people who you know have their full hearing abilities. Put somebody in that role who excels in that role who mm-hmm. is made for that role and if you can't then you can't and that's I mean, totally yeah. fine too just do your best in that situation right um but the very last thing i wanted to bring up is godzilla versus kong did extremely well at the box office considering we are still that was what we were going to bring up at the end you're still right. in the middle of a panoramic view it did super well it was actually i think the it did the best out of I think only a couple movies premiered in movie theaters throughout this entire past year, mm-hmm. but it did the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I was reading, I think on Rotten Tomatoes, actually, there's a list of, you know, the versus movies. And I think Batman versus Superman. Garbage. Was the number one ranking, like, um, number one grossing uh, versus movie. And then Monsters versus Aliens was number two. But then. That was actually a good movie. Godzilla versus Kong was number three. And for it to come out in the middle It'd of be a Friday versus Jason, Friday the... versus Jason, my dumbass, Freddy versus Jason, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be Friday versus Sunday. <laughs> anyway, you know, honestly, Jason, Jason, Jason has some problems Predator. with Friday the Thirteenth, though. So yeah, true, 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 true. He's struggling, right? But Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He doesn't have problems with Friday the Thirteenth. Why did I agree with you? That That's was his the movie. joke. That was the joke. He has a problem with Elm Street because he's from no, the, he from I'm the saying, Camp Crystal Lake, bruh. I know, but I'm saying Friday the Thirteenth. It was a bad day for him. It's a joke. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. funny. It was funny to those who it was, understood it. It was, but it was definitely funny. I, I just didn't catch it. It's I just okay. want to make myself feel better. <laughs> it's okay. It wasn't that funny. You're fine. Um, but what I what I'm saying though is that uh, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. It did really good. Made top three. Oh, it made top three out of all those movies, which is huge considering we're in the middle of a panini press. That was a TikTok thing. You did not hear me earlier when I said in the middle of a panoramic view. I didn't. I know. You were too busy ordering our pizzas. That was, that was, uh. It was funny. Okay. Okay. That was a TikTok thing. Okay. I knew I knew TikTok at some point would come into this. I had to because they have they have done so much for us. And TikTok? Not so much for us. They have they've really come through. And and with showed the some love with listeners, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um we're not gonna do our big thank you. Um Again. In, no, in this episode to one specific person because I don't know if he's gonna listen to it because this is a new movie. Right. 
But on the next one. And the next one, we have a some, huge thank you to somebody specific. We have some news about our giveaway, and we do have a big thank you to um to roll out. Uh, and we'll probably figure out a way to like link to his stuff too. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because I'm telling you, I almost cried at work the other day after I... Anyways, moving on from that. Godzilla vs. Kong might be the thing that saves our box offices, right. saves our movie theaters. They're the heroes we deserved. And I think I think the reason that everybody's kind of like very excited, although the numbers aren't really you know crazy, mm-hmm. um, everybody's really excited because you have to think, this movie is available to stream on HBO. Right. And people still went and paid movie theaters to watch it right and that's definitely something that i felt really good about especially somebody who loves movie theaters who wants to bring back movie theaters especially during the hard time that the uh cobra virus is out did i do it right yeah kind of sure the corona beer no that didn't work you got it you got it i'm trying to be one of you hip tiktok kids anyway during but, this pepperoni pizza. Sure. During that, people still went ahead and showed love and went to the movie theater. So to y'all, thank you. To the people that watched it at home to be safe, thank you. But yeah, I mean, I I definitely enjoyed it in the movie theater. It was great to watch on a huge screen mm-hmm. with, with surround, surround sound. sound blowing through your ears, the cinema shaking and shit. And it was, it's just it was good. the energy, although there it's 40% capacity. So it's not that, you know, Pat. crowded. Yeah, yeah. You could still feel the energy of the people in the room. Just excited to be there. Like, that's what I got from it. Like just the gasp whenever, you know, a big, a big thing happened. Mm-hmm. Or like the shock or the awe, or like it's just, I don't the know. The clapping at the end, the clapping. Dear God. Oh, the... I do want to say if you if you have not watched this movie and you're just listen to, listening to this because you're insane, when you do watch it, there's no end credit. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, there's not. You don't have to stick around. And if you find one, let us know, please. But if you do want to stick around, you might be able to make a new friend like we did. True. I don't know his name, but... It was pretty cool. So I think that's where we're going to leave off. Wrap this whole thing up. Um, overall, go watch it. We are determined to give you our one hundred percent honest opinions about these movies. We're not we're not sponsored. We're not just trying to drive ticket sales or anything like that. But but go watch it. And if you would like to sponsor us, feel free. Because we will definitely sell tickets for y'all. We'll sell out for y'all. We won't sell Please, out. We wanna, will still. Work at home, man. We will still be one hundred percent honest in definitely, our reviews, though. Definitely, definitely. This movie, I would say, personally, eight point five to nine out of ten. Uh, nine point three to nine point seven. Okay, understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely go watch it and um, let us know what you guys think. Right. And then feel free to enter our giveaway. Um, until the next episode comes out where you will hear who won. Um, so follow us on all our socials at Break Out the Popcorn. Feel free to email us at breakoutthepopcorn at gmail.com. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at BOTP Podcast. I don't know if we're tweeting yet, are we? No. Okay, it's fine. It's yep. okay. We're so, still not TikToking yeah. yet. So yeah. 
We're getting there. Um, we're getting there. <laughs> we, made, sure. we made the account, so step up. There we go. Um. So is there anything else you want to add? Um. I just wanted to go ahead and say, baby. Did you watch episode two? No. What are you talking about? I just listened to the episode again where he says, oh, episode three, he said, episode two was a bitch. Oh, no. That's not, no. I just, I'm sorry. I just, just didn't say my that. catchphrase. Well, go listen to episode three where Rico says, welcome back. Episode two, episode, yeah, episode two was a bitch upload. I have to go listen to that because it cracks me the fuck up. Okay. Okay. But that's because I was sitting here trying to pretend to be somebody. Now yeah. I just kind of get to be free and be You had that facade on. Yeah, I had to give my white voice. I'm and telling you, y'all better enjoy this man for all that he is because he's funny as fuck when I he's try. not trying to be a white man. I try so hard. But you were genuinely funny as Rico Jamat, not as... Oh my God. Not as... You made me feel so sensitive. You're funny <laughs> as Rico Jamat, not as Ricky James. Ricky James. That's your white name. That's my... This is my California name. Granted, your name. Hi, my name is Ricky James, and we're here listening to Break Out the Popcorn. Our nice weather today is 73 degrees with a side of fucking rain. <laughs> Don't forget to stop at Starbucks, because they love you. How's that was that? fucking hilarious. I was going to say, granted, your middle name is James, but... If Byron ever hears this, I'm dead. <laughs> does he not know your middle name? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm pretty sure he does, but... If, if he hears that part of the podcast, I'm definitely going to be roasted forever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for listening this far. Um, stay tuned for our next episode that may or may not come out next week. We're still deciding if we're going to take a break just for at least one week because we did give you all two episodes in one week. Not really one week. We started your week with this episode. Anyways, we've, we're doing a lot. So we'll we'll see if you see us on Wednesday. If you don't, then you'll see us the Wednesday after that. We love you. Roll credits. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.